on this episode of the Girl Talk Podcast. No, no, no. You don't have to have the perfect words. God already knows. He's just inviting me to be part of of the prayer process. He's inviting me to um, invite his power into my son's life. there you are listening to the girl talk podcast brought to you by our friends at fox toyota of east tennessee my name is carol my name is kelly my name is trisha and we're so glad that you are here today we're going to be talking kids but if you don't have kids still stay tuned because you probably know some kids and if there's anything i know about kids this far after having one for 15 years it's their seasons <laughs> truth there, there are lots of seasons good ones and bad ones and when you're in them you think they're going to last forever the good ones are short let me just tell you that uh but we're going to talk about kids and their transitions because um as parents i think we all could use a little encouragement i happen to be just after mother's day i happen to be with a group of moms who had the same daughters around the same age and we were talking about Mother's Day, and everybody was just like, it was just a hard, like, Mother's Day for everybody. And I was like, that's so sad. I mean, I remember, you know, when I was a kid, we used to, dad would get flowers and put the flower on mom for, you know, yeah, go to church that day. And then he would wear one for his mother. You remember all that? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll do that. Okay. For sure. And then we'd go to a nice place for lunch. We usually didn't go out. At, mom usually cooked, but on Mother's Day, we'd go out for a nice lunch, you know, all the things. And so I had these storied <laughs> fairy tale dreams about how Mother's Day would go. It did not and has not <laughs> since then. So, um, but we all know that change is part of life. So yeah. why is it so hard with our kids? I think <laughs> expectations. Oh, my I goodness. I think, you know, it's, it's so hard because... <sighs> We want the good times to last forever. We want the not-so-good times to go quickly. Um, and we expect it's all going to work out, and it doesn't always. Yeah. It, that things don't go the way you expect them to go. And then then I have regret. Oh, It's the big, regrets, yeah. I think, about transitions. Like, I didn't do enough. I wasn't there enough. We didn't spend enough time together. I wasn't a good enough mom. Or, you know, I didn't do enough for your graduation or whatever it is all of those things the regrets come up and start to kind of play on me shame mm. all those things yeah for me it's grief mm. i mean i cannot go back and watch a video of my son when he was a child because of the immense grief mm. that comes over me Ooh. and so for me i don't like the stages because i know it's going to be short mm. and I can never get that time back. I can mm. never go backwards and have experience those moments mm. that I had that I loved, even the hard ones, you know, the the moments of pure terror when he was a toddler and throwing his arms up and laying down on the ground and mm. stomping yeah. his feet and all that In stuff. In the grocery store. <laughs> I want to go back to that moment because I want to experience that child again, even mm. the bad stuff, and I'll never, ever get to, so... I don't like, I don't like it because of the grief that it brings up mm. in me every single time. Yeah, mm. Mm. I never thought of it in terms of grief, but I guess that is yeah. kind of true. That's one of the reasons that we have such a hard time with the, the transition. I see if y'all think this is true. I can remember, you know, I, people have long said, the the days are long, but the years are short. And I can remember people saying that to me when I had that 
little bundle of joy in a baby carrier. And I thought, I just want her to sleep through the night. Like, that's all mm-hmm. I want. Mm-hmm. I, I'd be good when we get to that point. But it's so true. The days are long. The mm-hmm. years are short. If you have littles right now, it seems to me that the years go faster the older the kids get. Yes. Y'all yes. think that's true? Yes. I think so for sure. I, and I don't know. I, I I wondered because it was just us because we just seem to live from event to event like <laughs> like the next two weeks. What we got in the next two weeks, that's all I can handle right now. you know. And it's like once we get to that, then we can look at the next two weeks. But it's an ongoing, it seems like they get busier, they spend less time at home, which is what it was designed to be. Sure. But um, it, it seems to me that it's speeding up the closer that, and then they, this, the, our church gave us this dumb app. Quit, you're going to make me cry. Um, I can't the, help it. <laughs> oh my. Um, the, the, our church gave us this dumb app. It's really not dumb. I'm just calling it dumb because it tells you how many weekends you have with your kid before they graduate. And I'm like, Nope. Are y'all trying to kill me? That puts so much nope. pressure. Yes. That's so much pressure. And and the idea of enjoy every moment is true, yeah. but there's so much pressure. Yeah. And I think we put pressure on ourselves anyway. And then when we put pressure like, you've got to make this moment count, you know, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. It is. What yeah. is causing this oh yeah. my gosh, emotional reaction, do well, you think? Well, I, I love my kids so much. Mm. Yeah. And... I know that I have four years left with him in my house and then he's gone and Mm. I can never get that time back again. I can never go back to that two-year-old version of him Mm. and he'll never snuggle with me Mm. again. Mm. You know, I'll never hold his little baby. Excuse me, I gotta call myself. And yeah, and (gasps) I got one shot Mm. for all the things and And I want to do it well. And and I'll tell you, just in terms of full disclosure, we have devotions here at the station every day. And one of our teammates has just done a brilliant job at leading devotions, but she led one on on legacy, and I think all three of us cried. Oh yes, like along with baby. other staff members in our yes. in our for the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah, because she was saying, you know, if if today is your last day on planet Earth, what have you taught your children? And all of us kind of, I think our tendency is to just beat ourselves up because we feel like we don't tell them enough, we didn't prepare them enough, we didn't, you know, mm. and and. I think that's just in the heart of a parent, maybe. Um, and but uh, Steve is—he's—I don't really know what his title is because I've given him the title "Talking People Off the Ledge" yeah, because Steve is the guy that we go to whenever yeah. you know you just have had it and you're fed up with life. And Steve always has such great perspective. But he said to me one day we we're sitting in there, and I was just like, I don't know if I'm doing enough. And I, I, and he said, Carol, the fact that you're worried about if you're doing enough means you're doing it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I was like okay because I worry about that all the time all the time and so if you are worried about that chances are you're doing all the things that you need to be. none of us are perfect but you know what we are not their savior mm-hmm. you're not your kid's savior and neither are they yours mm-hmm. Ooh, I'll probably get an email or two about that but I think sometimes we get that kid or the idea of the perfect parent in our minds, and that becomes um, the ultimate thing. If our kids make all the right decisions, if our kids make all the good grades, if our kids, you know, all the things. And the hard part of us, I think, is you grieve those times that you wish you'd done more or you wish you'd done, you know. I carry around a tremendous amount of guilt and shame Mm -hmm. because I'm a single parent. Because this is not the life that I wanted to give a child. 
It's just not. And I've never been able to completely shake free of that. I'll say there are seasons now where I don't feel it as heavy as I used to. But um, even if you give them the perfect life, they're still going to mess up. Yeah. Because they're born into a world of sin. We all have a sin nature. There was only one perfect person. His name was Jesus. And that time has passed. Like, you can't, they're not going to make all the right decisions. I told uh, our team in devotions because I was feeling that weight. And I said, you know, I feel like um, that my job as a parent, I remember several years ago that um, my daughter was trying to <laughs> learn how to roller skate. And if you've ever seen a hippopotamus on roller skates, that's kind of how I roller skate. So I don't do it much because I'm afraid of breaking a hip now. But um, I don't really, I'm not a good roller skater. But I realized in that moment as I was watching her try to navigate, you know, she was all shaky and everything. I realized that my job wasn't to teach her how to roller skate. My job was to teach her how to fall Mm. so she didn't get hurt. And then how she could get back up. And it was in that moment God went, yep, that's your job, Carol. That's your job. Mm -hmm. You're You're supposed to teach her how to fall. I'm like, I got that because I've fallen more times, you know, than for all of us. I've, I've oh. fallen enough times. But but that is our job as parents to teach them how to fall and how to get back up mm-hmm. and how to do so with grace mm-hmm. and how to do so with repentance and how, I mean, all of those life lessons that we hope they're getting from Sunday school and church and all the years and youth group and all the things. But it's our job to teach them how to fall. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'll tell you one thing that has helped me with the transitions as as we're teaching them how to fall and teaching them how to get up and seeing them transition from one thing to the other is just reminding myself over and over again because I have to that God loves them mm, more, more than, than I do yeah, yeah. and he he's got it and because I, I want to be there for every moment but as these transitions show I can't be and as it goes, I'm going to be there less and less on a physical level, probably, as sure. they move on and out. But knowing, reminding myself that God loves them more than I do. And I know we say that a lot, but really think about that. Just so, just, just don't think about it as a, a statement maybe you've heard several times. God loves our kids even more than we do. Mm. And he's going to take care of them. Mm-hmm. And he's going to make up for the things that we can't provide. Yeah. Cause I feel like there's so many things I can't provide, but he's going to make up for that. Mm-hmm. And we mm-hmm. can't be Jesus for mm-hmm. our kids. We have to only point them to him yes. yes, because he can be Jesus. Mm-hmm. He is Jesus. <laughs> right. He's got big shoulders and he's got big hands and he's, yes. you know, omnipresent all the time, yes. everywhere. And, like you said, loves our kids more than we could ever even dream of loving our kids. Yeah. And um, perfect. If we can, yeah, just keep pointing them, pointing our kids to him, then we've done our job. Mm. So um, several years ago, uh, um, a mentor of mine um, challenged me in my prayer time for my kid. Um, she had long she had three kids and she had prayed for every one of them. And she said, every morning I go through the pieces of armor mm-hmm. yeah, and I pray the pieces of armor onto them for mm-hmm. their day. And, you know, do I do that every day? No, but she shared that idea with me and it gave me such a sense of how to pray for my kid. Because as I see 
her struggle with with different ideas and things, there's always a piece of the armor to mm-hmm. <laughs> to go with that, you know. So I wonder if you guys have any strategies or if you have an intentional um, plan or way that you pray for your kid. That I mean, I, I don't. I, I love that idea yeah. of a you know praying the armor of God over our mm-hmm. child. I don't do that. Yeah. I want to. I, I want that. Mm-hmm. Let, give me that yeah. so I can pray that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I know for me, it's it's a lot more of kind of this everyday. Um, begging God, you know, mm. just this overflow of my heart, overflow of my worry, giving mm-hmm. it all to him, putting it all at the foot of the cross and going, please be with my child today. Mm-hmm. God, you love him. Keep loving him. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm at my wits end mm-hmm. kind of um, pouring out my heart to to the Lord, but yeah. I like something a lot more formulaic. Sometimes. Yeah. What yeah. I like about what you said is, you know, God, please help my child. You don't have to have the perfect words. Sometimes I get fouled up because I'm like, well, I'm not saying enough or I, I forgot that one part about his life. And I, I sort of berate myself on my prayer. And it's like, no, 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 you don't have to have the perfect words. God already knows. He's just inviting me to be part of of the prayer process. He's inviting me to um, invite his power into my son's life. Mm-hmm. He's going to do things whether I pray or not, yeah. but I get to be invited in. And I like to think about it like that. And I saw something the other, maybe two weeks ago that I've been trying to do. Um, I have two kids. And so instead of trying to cram in prayers for both of them every single day, what I'll do is I'll focus on one one mm-hmm. day and mm-hmm. then I'll focus on the second the next day yeah. and kind of rotate through. Um, and that's not because I'm just letting one glide. <laughs> He's good for today. You today. He's good. Yeah, yeah, let him, he'll be all right. But I'm, I'm really trying to be more intentional about the things that I'm praying for. I try to keep a little bit of a journal, like what they've got going on and praying for those things. And so I'm spending a little more time um, yeah. doing that. I've been reminded of something in, in my prayer for my kid. And bear with me because it'll take me just a second to tell this story. I'm reading a book, and it's about the life of Corrie Ten Boom, who was in a Nazi concentration camp uh, with her whole family. And um, they were they were put there because they were hiding Jews from the Nazis. And they were caught and then imprisoned. And she was talking about her sister, and she said her sister's faith was much greater than hers. But she was talking about her sister, and she said, we were in one of these concentration camps, and she said that we were sleeping on wooden framed beds covered with hay, and there were fleas everywhere. And she said, my sister looked at me one day and said, thank God for the fleas. And she said, I looked at my sister and said, I am not going to thank God for the fleas. How can I be thankful for the fleas? Days later, the guards would come into the barracks a lot of times and beat the prisoners. And they noticed that the guards were not coming inside that particular barracks. Every other barracks, they would go in after the workday was done and just unleash these beatings. And they asked one of the guards, why don't you come in for inspection after our day is done? They said, oh, we're not coming in because of the fleas. And Corey Ten Boom said, it was at that moment I realized that I could thank God for the fleas. Wow. And how that translates to my parenting is I have a teenager and sometimes more often than not, it's a struggle. And I felt God saying to me, Carol, you need to thank God for the fleas. You need to thank God for the struggle because it's in that, that Mm -hmm. I can move and Mm -hmm. I can do my work and I can often move you out of the way. Cause I'm going to tell you, my child's biggest problem is moi. 
<laughs> and God said, you need to be thankful for the fleas, the bumps in the road that you don't see how you could ever be grateful for those things. Thank me for them, because those will be the very places that I'll use. It, and those mm. will be the very places that I'll speak loudest in your child's life if you will get out of the way. But so many times we try to insulate our kids and protect them from mm-hmm. everything. We don't want them to hurt. Now, I'm not saying, you know, you go, hey, stand out in the road and we'll hope and pray <laughs> that you don't get hit by a car. No, nothing like that. But we want to insulate our kids and we don't want them to hurt and go through struggles. But I can point to specific times in my daughter's life when she's either made a bad choice or she's been hurt in some way and she's grown from it. Mm-hmm. If I'll stay out of the way mm-hmm. and be thankful for the fleas. Yeah. Wow. Well, you're really hitting something. By the way, I have a teenage son, and he might actually have fleas <laughs> in this room. <laughs> but, but thinking about that, is a, it's, it's a sacrifice. We are mm-hmm. opening up our hands mm-hmm. and saying, God, I trust you with my child. Mm-hmm. That's hard. Yeah. But that's what you're talking about. Yeah. You know, thank you for the struggles, and now I'm going to release them to you the best I know how. Yeah. That's sacrificing we and, and just like um abraham had to sacrifice isaac sure, you know sure god calls us to um trust him mm. with our most prized possessions yeah you know my number one prayer for my son has always been um twofold the first is god give him a huge heart mm. um a huge heart for him for his friends a huge heart for you mm-hmm. and a huge heart for even for himself mm-hmm. and then the second part of that is God help him fall in love with you. Mm-hmm. Woo him to a place where he loves you more than he loves anybody else, mm. himself included. Yeah. It's just hard for a 13-year-old. Yeah, they yeah. like themselves a lot. It's and, hard for and, a 51-year-old. I know, right? <laughs> right. And that's yes. what I was going to say. Yeah. It's it, Sometimes it's hard to pray those prayers, but it's even harder because you realize what it's going to take to get them to mm. that point. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But how wonderful would mm. it be if our children became men or women who l- fell in love with mm-hmm. Jesus mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. in that true, just sacrificial, mm-hmm. um, my heartbeat beats for Christ. And never give up that they can. Yes. Even if right now they're not making good choices. Even if they're adults. Adults. Exactly. Exactly. God, God. Here's your prayers. The word of God never returns void. Mm-hmm. We have prayed for them. If we poured into them, we can trust that God is going to work. I'm, I'm somebody who made a whole lot of mistakes. I, I was just going to say that very thing. Yeah. Like, I want you to know and hear that if you if you have adult kids, I was going to ask, did you guys have a time where you kind of walked away from your faith? Yes. Sure. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Certainly times where we were, uh, where I was not uh, living the life that I yeah. should have lived. Yeah, lived Absolutely. Absolutely. So all three of us can be in agreement that we walked away from the Lord at some point during our lives. Mama, I want to tell you that if you've got an adult child who's not living close to the Lord or doesn't even profess to know the Lord, you're listening to three voices here <laughs> that that God chose to be in ministry now. Yes. And I don't think any of us would be the women that we are without that time period, without struggling a little bit, mm-hmm. struggling to know God in a real mm-hmm. way. For ourselves. Yeah. So I want to encourage you with that because I think it can be very discouraging when Mm -hmm. our kids walk away from their faith. But they have to find it for themselves. We can't do that for them. Yeah. Any closing thoughts you have about transitions and things that your kids are going through? God hears your prayers. Mm. Mic drop. (laughs) He does. He hears your prayers and he loves you and he loves your kids too. 
hey, we'd love to hear from you. If you've got a strategy for praying for your kids or uh, if you'd like for us to pray for your kids, we'd love to do that. Um, and we'd love to hear from you. All you got to do is email us at girltalk at thelightfm.org and check in on the Facebook page, join the girlfriends group, however you want to get in touch, however it's easiest for you, we'd love to hear from you. I want to say thank you to our friends at Fox Toyota of East Tennessee. We are so grateful for you and we could not do this without your help. So thank you for being a part of the Girl Talk podcast. And we'll see you next time we gather around these microphones for the next Girl Talk podcast.